now listening to the Paul McGuire Report. This is Paul McGuire. According to a researcher, Edward Dowd, author of a book called Cause Unknown, The Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021 and 2022, Dowd talks about why he believes there is a link between COVID vaccine and the surge of sudden deaths among healthy age working people. And he not only examined that, he examined the increase of deaths and sicknesses among young people. His research originally started with the uh, early outbreak of COVID, in which the high-risk group was determined to be uh, people in their older years, especially elderly people. They seem to have had the highest risk and propensity for uh, developing sudden death or, or s- s- severe sickness. Many of you have seen or heard of the reports of people like notable athletes literally dropping dead on, on the sports fields. And you hear a continual drumbeat of reporting uh, of people who suddenly die. And, the, and his research, research confirmed that this is not something that has happened in the past. This is something new. So what's causing it? And he believes that uh, a potential prime driver of what's causing this uh, sudden death syndrome and why he titles his book, Why Are People Suddenly Dropping Dead? He believes that there's a relationship between that and the COVID vaccine. And the, the statistical surge of sudden deaths among, again, among healthy working age people, not not the people traditionally in the high risk groups. So this brings us into A Brave New World, uh, Huxley's book, A Brave New World of a Biomedical Industrial Complex, where organizations like the WHO, the World Health Organization, and related organizations uh, control the media, control the discussion, control social media. Uh, Much of the reason for overt censorship has been when anybody tries to discuss this, they get taken down or often get taken down from social media, alternative media. And the so-called mainstream media won't even report on this kind of stuff. They will give only a very superficial analysis and whatever the talking points are of organizations like the World Health Organization or Bill Gates or whoever, whatever their talking points are, they will simply, the the mainstream media will simply repeat those talking points. So again, there's no serious investigation, there's no serious inquiry, there's no serious analysis, and the bottom line is there's an epidemic of strange deaths at a staggering rate. I mean, in some cases, unexpected deaths in in certain non-vulnerable, so-called non-vulnerable groups of people, deaths were up something like 40% in certain categories and in certain groups. That's a staggering figure. And yet, you're not allowed to talk about it. It's censored. And so that's a direct threat to you, your loved ones, your family, your children, your grandchildren, your spouse, to me, to everyone you know. It's a direct threat because the question has to be asked, 
because different people propose different theories, and some people just deny the facts altogether. But the, the entire medium of exchange and communication, and by that I mean the social media, the mainstream media, our, our major institutions, they have been all impacted one way or another in an effort to silence them from uh, talking about this. And now you have an entire avalanche of new vaccines being proposed uh, for people of all age categories. And if it is true that there's not only a relationship between the COVID vaccine and the spike in, in sudden deaths, if that's true, uh, what about any potential relationship between other vaccines or other uh, factors in our society? For example, 5G, electromagnetic frequencies, uh, genetically modified food. Uh, you, can, you could go through a whole list. And in fact, I, I have put a list of many of these uh, factors in my book, uh, The Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind in the History of the World. Because this explosion in autoimmune diseases, this explosion in uh, sudden death syndrome, is, is sweeping not only the United States of America, but it's sweeping worldwide. And ironically, in some of the areas, the geographic locations where uh, people are not buying into you know, traditional Western medicine or necessarily following, they're not necessarily following the dictates of the World Health Organization, in, in some of those regions, uh, they have better health and they have an absence of many of the, these modern diseases which are, pla which are plaguing uh, America right now. Another factor, a very conspicuous factor, is the substantial increase uh, of sudden deaths happening among 12-year-olds, 14-year-olds, 16-year-olds, and 18-year-olds. So why is there a sudden increase in these in young people literally dropping dead suddenly for no, quote, apparent reason? And we're talking again about the age categories of 12 years old, 14 years old, 16 years old, 18 years old. Those, those age categories for all of human history have basically been the healthiest age categories where uh, people of, of that young age group they have traditionally had the strongest God-given immune systems. So how is it that all of a sudden, in the last number of years, they're dropping dead unexpectedly? And this is a serious problem, but, it, but the problem is being covered up by this biomedical industrial complex and the, the, big, the medical big brother, who the World Health Organization. They're covering up uh, this. It's worse than a scandal. It appears as if it is criminal. And when you look at some of the statistics that, for example, Big Pharma allegedly knew about before they released the COVID vaccine, you, you have to ask yourself, but this isn't, you can't talk about this. You will get censored and shut down. You have to ask yourself, these massive uh, corporate global entities that are pushing all these 
medical treatments and vaccines, and there's a conspicuous relationship between uh, an actual degeneration of people's health, severe sickness, illness, and even this sudden death syndrome where people literally are dropping dead among a ever-increasing percentage of people in all different age groups of our society. So when I did a uh, search engine search, a Google search, and other search engines, looking up data and statistics, especially regarding uh, this author, uh, Edward Dowd, who uh, is also a financier, and uh, his statement that the COVID-19 vaccines were responsible for this across-the-board increase of death and sicknesses and uh, the, the sudden adult death syndrome and also a whole spectrum of child, new childhood sicknesses. So the bots that work synergistically with these search engines, the internet search engines, the artificial intelligence, the computerized input that's hidden behind the network. When you go in and type in a topic, let's say you type in the word tomatoes into your search engine, well, I can tell you that the, the, all the articles, the stories and the researches and the pictures and stuff of tomatoes that will pop up on your computer will all be from a politically correct angle, which means there most likely will be little of no mention of the word GMO or genetically modified organism, or GMO tomatoes, and the adverse health effects of GMO, genetically modified or genetically engineered tomatoes. It'll all be like straightforward, oh, you can use uh, tomatoes in your salads, tomatoes in your spaghetti sauce. It'll all be chatty, pithy, nice, happy, and it won't talk to you about the fact that your source of food which your children eat, that you eat, et cetera, et cetera, is now almost, unless you are making active steps to shop and look to see whether or not the appropriate label is on, let's say, avocados or tomatoes or whatever, unless that you can see that what you're buying is a certified non-GMO tomato or avocado or orange or whatever, Unless you have assurance that there's certification from a reliable institution, you are buying a genetically modified organism in the form of a fruit or vegetable. You're going to buy that by default. The whole system, whether it's on computers or whether it shows up in your retail shopping habits, is to guide you into buying and consuming and not asking questions about the dangers of GMO. Foods. I'll give you an example. When I shop, and I do a lot of shopping, I've been doing a lot of shopping for years, and there's a number of reasons for that. One, because I do all this research and stuff, uh, and I can't say that I'm able to succeed, by the way, 100%. And you have to be somewhat, you know, use your God given ingenuity to, to, to shop and compare price. Buying, uh, Non-GMO foods, fruits and vegetables, doesn't necessarily have to be more expensive. You just have to compare, because the big retailers, for the most part, all want to push 
the GMO, the genetically modified fruits and vegetables on you. So when I go to the store that I like to shop at that has good prices on um, genetically non-GMO foods is, is an extra drive. It's probably an extra 30 minutes each way, which is, that's a lot of time for me. So if I go to, to the big supermarket retailer closer to where I live, there's two competing big supermarket retailers close to, to where I live. If I go to either one of them, when I go to the, let's say, the yogurt area uh, where they have yogurt. Now, think about this. I'm going through the yogurt area. They have all kinds of brands of yogurt. Obviously, yogurt, whether it's true or not, yogurt is considered to be a, a healthier food choice in many cases, especially because a decent yogurt will have probiotic uh, nutrition in it. In other words, friendly germs. And, and, and most of you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, uh, they're, good ger- <laughs> they're good germs and bad germs. Probiotics are good germs that, that d- actually devour in your body and kill off in your body germs. Helps with digestion. It helps with uh, your immune system. Okay, so I'm examining all the different all the different name brands. All you know, Greek yogurt, vanilla flavored yogurt, this flavored yogurt, uh, um, yogurt from milk, yogurt that's completely no fat, low fat. All these choices, but every single one of the yogurts they're trying to sell me, and this is this is a large portion of of the display in the store because it's refrigerated and it's a long section. Every single yogurt that they're offering me, with the exception of one brand and one flavor only. So that means there's 99% of the yogurt they're trying to sell me is all genetically modified yogurt, which is bad for you. It's very bad for you over the long term. And this is not a matter of, oh, the, the genetically modified yogurt is cheaper. It'll last longer on the shelf. No, not, not, not true at all. So of 99% of all the yogurt choices they're trying to sell me, they're all genetically mo- modified, which means they will all damage, hurt my body in, in serious ways and yours in serious ways. It may take time, but it's going to be bad for you. So 99% of what they're trying to sell me is bad for me. They offer one yogurt alone that is non-GMO, non-genetically modified, just one. And it, it, I, I forgot, it's a low-fat something or another, okay? And it's the, then I look to see, in, in the small part of the label, how, much, how many probiotics, how many different strains of probiotics are in the yogurt, because these people are masters of playing games. They're masters of deceit, to be blunt. Reminds me of the, the verse, the wiles of the devil, the tricks, the schemes, the strategies of the devil. They, these people, the big food conglomerate, they don't shoot straight. They're, they're liars. And so they deliberately want the process of shopping to be cumbersome, complicated, and deceitful because they have an agenda that has nothing to do with your health. So they offer only one type of yogurt of all their assortment. And then that yogurt doesn't necessarily have the largest amount of probiotics in it. So then you've got to make a trade-off. 
Do I want more probiotics and buy GMO yogurt? No way, baby. That's like eating Frankenstein food. And by the way, Frankenstein food is exactly the term that the French use for American food products. And the French didn't used to eat Frankenstein food. They wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. They would call it American Frankenstein food because it was genetically modified food. But you see, with all these trade treaties and all the agendas of the globalist elite, the French are now forced to import and sell to their people American genetically modified Frankenstein food. So you got to compare to see how many probiotics is in it. Okay, so I end up buying not the one with the most probiotics, not necessarily the, the, the flavor or whatever I want, but the, the most important thing is, is that I buy a yogurt that is not genetically modified because I don't want to consume Frankenstein food. The purpose of me getting yogurt is because it's supposed to be healthy in conjunction with organic blueberries or, or organic strawberries or whatever, which do not have to be pricey. Okay, so the other thing that I notice is that the label, the, the, the government label, which is required to notify the consumer, if you're selling a, a genetically a non-GMO food, yogurt, non-GMO yogurt, non-GMO uh, avocado or whatever, it's supposed to be, have a sizable label that kind of boasts that it's non-GMO. But you see, that would shake up their own marketplace. That would be counterproductive because it would result in waking their customers up to the fact that eating GMO is bad for you and eating non-GMO is good for you. And the majority of their consumers, meaning the majority of the American people, are, of course, oblivious, clueless, out to lunch, and happy with their poison. And they don't want anybody to rock them out of their somnambulistic state of consciousness, which means they're in zombie land. They don't want to, be, they don't want to accidentally wake up their consumers that are asleep, that are on their way to uh, embracing Alzheimer's and dementia. And I'm not being mean-spirited when I say that. I'm trying to say that deliberately and intentionally with some shock value to wake some of you up because you are contributing to a loved one's demise, and you possibly could be contributing to your demise mentally in terms of dementia and Alzheimer's if you just follow along with the plan or the program of the big food industry or big pharma or one of the other biomedical industrial complex corporations. So they hide, they, they, they make the label that says non GMO so itsy bitsy and tiny. That consumers like me, we're gonna we're gonna search till we find it. We're not we're, people who buy non-GMO, like many of you and me. We're not just gonna take the retailer's word for it. We don't trust these retailers, so we carefully inspect the yogurt. We carefully inspect the avocado or whatever to see if it has those labels which says non-GMO. But they want those labels tiny because most of their customers are not even aware of what a non-GMO food or fruit is versus a GMO food or fruit. And, and I haven't done a, a scientific study of the percentage of non-GMO foods compared to genetically modified foods are in the average supermarket retailer. But I would guess, just from, from an, a guesstimate on my part, that probably 90 to 95% of all the food products Vegetables, fruits, 
and other food products that they sell in an average supermarket retailer. Uh, that 95% of all the products they sell and the fruits and vegetables they sell are really Frankenstein food. They're genetically modified organisms. And only 5% of their total stock, if it's even that high, consists of offering to you genetically modified, I mean, non-GMO uh, foods, fruits and vegetables. Okay, so if you ask the question, What's causing this, this sudden death syndrome? My personal research, my personal speculation, and I do not claim to be a doctor. If you want a doctor's opinion, then seek out a doctor. I am not a doctor. I'm not giving you certifiable medical advice. I am a Bible researcher, and my research comes from that perspective, period. Okay, so the point is that it's highly possible that what's causing this upsurge in Sudden, mysterious sudden deaths, especially among youth, and deaths and all these autoimmune diseases and sicknesses, most likely it's a synergistic combination of all kinds of factors. In other words, it's a long spectrum of potentially identifiable factors that are causing all these strange new diseases, autoimmune diseases, sudden death syndrome, etc. It's probably a combination of things like the, 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 the contents of chemtrails. Um, uh, polluted water, polluted food, ingesting and eating and consuming genetically engineered or genetically modified organisms, aka Frankenstein food, and then ingesting. You look if you read the labels of like the cereal boxes for the cereals for kids, and even health food bars. It, they are filled with so many chemicals and dyes. I had an expert years ago on the Paul McGuire show. And they were giving me an analysis of the fact that in the average container of milk, you know, supposedly good quality milk, in the average container of milk, there were, e there were a total of over 80 bad chemicals for you, dyes and hormones that were not good for you. So in the average container of milk, or let's say a quart of milk, um, there, there are over a total of 80 non-healthy chemicals, dyes, hormones, et cetera, et cetera. 80. 80. Now, you consume that over time, it's going to hurt your body. Not to mention all the artificial chemicals like excitotoxins. Excitotoxins are chemicals that deliberately, artificially, chemically enhance, stimulate, and magnify the taste of ice creams and milk and chocolate and spaghetti sauce and pizza, you name the food, and the food is going to taste, if the food in reality was basically carb, cardboard with, with, with artificial tomato sauce and, and uh, you know, okay, imagine a pizza, pizza was just really basically made of cardboard, artificial tomato sauce, artificial cheese. But it's got so many chemicals embedded into it that when you bite into it, it tastes 100 times more delicious than the best certifiable Italian pizza you could get using real, really good ingredients. See, excitotoxins are like they're neurological drug-like chemicals that amplify your brain's pleasure centers when you consume all these food products, like ice creams. Most of the ice creams, and, and if a, I am an ice cream addict, but I have to stay away from it like an addict because 
I can't say no to, to certain ice creams. But I noticed a change in some of the brands that I used to buy years ago. Today, I eat almost zero ice cream. And what they did is, is as these big ice cream companies would add more and more uh, chemicals and excitotoxins into their ice cream, because the reason they would do that is that simultaneously they would use less and less and less natural ingredients, less real milk, less real chocolate, less real nuts. It was all artificial. So, so to fake it, they blast it with excitotoxins and pleasure-enhancing chemicals. So when you eat it, you know, it tastes like heaven when you eat it. All right, you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. In a moment, we're going to get into this sudden death syndrome and expose it and find out why it's happening. Because the big question is, why is it happening? And could it happen to you or a loved one you love and care about? God designed us all to be here for a certain period of time. We have to be careful that we don't make unwise choices that will shorten our lifespan. And so when we get knowledge, knowledge is power. When we get real knowledge about nutrition and food and and medical practices, then we can make the wise decisions that will keep us alive. Now, I'm not going to name the name of this individual. Uh, I'm tempted to, but I'm not going to do it. This individual is a very well-known Christian minister. I would say in terms of respect, he's probably one of the highest uh, respected Christian ministers in America. And, and in a spirit of Christian love, I will give him the benefit of the doubt before I place judgment on him. Um, I don't know if he's retracted the statement or not, but early on, he took a public stand using his very powerful position, tell the Christian world and the rest of the world to go out and get vaccinated. Now, you know, again, I'm not going to judge him, but think about the possibility of how many people who may have thought God was speaking um, through him, uh, that God was leading them to get a vaccine that in certain cases, allegedly, allegedly may have contributed to the shortening of somebody's life or even a thing like sudden death syndrome. In a sophisticated world like we live in today, Christian ministers or anybody can't just, that's why I always give a disclaimer. I am not a medical doctor. I am not a licensed psychologist or psychiatrist. I always give a disclaimer because I owe it to you in terms of integrity. And that you need to check out what I say. I'm not God. I'm a person, just like this minister is. But he told what he said resulted in a lot of uh, Christians and their families getting uh, a procedure that ended up seriously harming their their health and, in some cases, killing them. Now, I, I don't want that on my conscience, and I pray that this particular individual has changed his stance. Uh, I pray that this particular individual will will do what's right, even if it costs him, uh, you know, friendship with the world. Okay, so you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report on Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. We'll be back in just a moment. You are listening to the Paul McGuire Report. This is Paul McGuire. So when looking up this uh, report from the author Edward Dowd, um, where he claims that the COVID-19 vaccines 
uh, may have contributed to the risk of death. Um, it is bombarded on the search engines via artificial intelligence and bots with hundreds of articles that attack what this uh, author, researcher, Dowd, is saying and boldly proclaiming the exact opposite of what he's asserting. So here, I'm looking at a site called Health Feedback, and in big letters it says at the top of the page, evidence shows that COVID-19 vaccines don't increase the risk of death, contrary to the claim by financier Edward Dowd. So then it's one of these computer generated, you know, like, they don't, they, don't, they don't call themselves fact checkers, but really it's a fact checking software. So, so it says details. There's no evidence supporting the claim that people vaccinated against COVID-19 are generally more likely to die compared to unvaccinated people. In, la- in fact, the evidence indicates otherwise. Now, is that true? That's a bold assertion. And you need to know, I already know the answer. <laughs> you need to know the answer. Many of you do know the answer. But they're basically calling Edward Dowd and his research a liar. Then, so, so in big letters it says, inadequate support, or inadequate, it says there's no evidence. They're saying he has no evidence. Then in big letters it says, factually inaccurate. Sudden adult death syndrome, SADS, isn't new. Reports of SADS date back to the 90s. The term is simply perceived as new by many people, likely because of a change in public awareness of the term. So you have these attack articles that are written by robots. Oh, yeah, you'll have a, a person's name, a face, etc. <clears throat> but But it's pumped out in an Orwellian way to to destroy any opposing research to the official position of Big Pharma. Um, and then, then take, so then now we have, in giant letters, key takeaway. And then in bold white letters on a blue background, so, so it flashes out at you, it says, quote, Multiple pieces of evidence show that COVID-19 vaccination doesn't increase the risk of death. Like all medical interventions, the COVID-19 vaccines carry side effects, but most of these are mild and short-lived. Certain COVID-19 vaccines are associated with the increased risk of heart inflammation or blood clots, but these risks are smaller than those associated with COVID-19 itself. Now, is that true? All the criticism that they're saying, is it true? And now they say in big letters, full claim. We've created a new term called sudden adult death syndrome that just kind of mysteriously came into being in 2021. His thesis points at the COVID vaccines as the cause as the causal factor of excess deaths. Well, there were excess deaths. When you when you see his interview uh, on CBN News, he gives data and statistics from insurance major insurance companies that reveal or that reveal that there were excess deaths up to forty percent or thirty two percent 
excess deaths in, in age categories that were not considered to be at risk. So who's telling the truth here? Well, I, I, you know, to me, it's obvious somebody's lying big time. Okay, so then it says review at the end. This, this is what you call pure propaganda, by the way. And I'm reading to you pure propaganda from obviously the, the big pharma medical industrial complex. Um, okay, so uh, Aubrey Marcus reviewed Edward Dowd, a former investment portfolio manager at BlackRock. That's interesting, by the way, that the guy who who apparently is telling the truth, uh, was an investment portfolio manager at BlackRock regarding his book, Cause Unknown, The Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021 and 2022. The website of the book's publisher, Skyhorse Publishing, shows the book discusses Dowd's belief that excess deaths in 2021 and 2022 were caused by COVID-19 vaccines. and then they try, then in this category called review, after they say that, now, now comes the smear of him. So, so this is a technique in propaganda. You, you give a sentence or two that sounds credible, and then you insert a paragraph, which is a hit job or a smear. And so here I'm going to read you the smear part of their attack on him. Um, Skyhorse Publishing has been noted for publishing content from individuals opposing vaccines, and conspiracy theorists, including Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And, of course, uh, they leave out the fact that Judy Mikovits is really Dr. Judy Mikovits. During the interview, Dowd claimed that global governments and health authorities are not talking about it, and there's a cover-up which he suggested was due to vaccine side effects. He also claimed that sudden adult adult death syndrome has been created mysteriously in 2021 and that it was being used to whitewash this and make it normal, presumably presumably referring to the excess deaths. Dowd's website, They Lied, People Died. And then um, they make note of the fact that Dowd uh, records a spike in excess mortality in young people aged 25 to 44 years old in the U.S. during the years 2021 and 2022, which, according to Dowd, followed vaccine mandates and boosters. Well, Dowd apparently has research to back up uh, his assertions, whereas the, the people attacking him are simply attacking him. By, calling, by, by trying to dismiss him as a conspiracy theorist. And, and they don't have the facts to, to, to uh, back up what they're saying. Um, so, you'll see hundreds, if not thousands, of stories, almost word for word, identically to this one, uh, attacking it. Now I'm looking at the, all the charts, uh, and charts from the CDC. Uh, charts from uh, uh, several globalist institutions, U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, uh, all kinds of charts showing increases and spikes in in people who uh, received the COVID vaccination. And the trends 
by age and sex. And uh, then he documents the um, death rates per capita by state and territory. So, uh, you know, this is not a pretty picture. This is not a pretty picture. And and to cover it up is uh, is alarming. Okay, you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report on Paul McGuire. I need you to go to paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. Make sure you sign up for the e-blast list. You sign on to and follow and like the Rumble page, the, the Brideon page, the all of our social media pages. I need that because they have been attacking me and rigging me for a long time now. And I didn't say much about it for for really for, for a long time. But I really don't want to put up with it any longer. Because you see, the, the name of the game from the opposing side, the side of darkness, let's say, the name of their game is to um, marginalize, demonize, and minimize truth-tellers like me and anybody else who speaks the truth. And one of their primary ways of doing that is they launch attack articles like the one I just uh, read to you from, attacking the researcher who uh, um, believes that COVID-19 vaccines contributed to the sudden death syndrome. They publish hit pieces, which has happened to me many times. They've taken me down from uh, big social media sites for, for, for speaking the truth. Uh, they have manipulated my numbers in, in a serious way. And the reason they want to manipulate the, the, public num- the public numerical numbers, sorry for being redundant, of how many people follow me, how many people watch me, how many people listen to me, how many people like me. They want to rig that because my numbers were very, very high um, b- before the uh, COVID thing. And because I was effective and because I was reaching a lot of people, not only on a national level, but an international level, and because I was on the cutting edge, they attacked me with full force. And one of the primary ways they did it was by rigging and manipulating my numbers, artificially lowering my numbers or just hitting the pause button on my numbers. I mean, it was ridiculous. I would have some social media that would show no growth for a year. So are you telling me that not one, <laughs> not one extra person followed some of my social media or video or audio pages? Not one? I didn't get just even one extra person? Not just one, because, because when they rig you, they rig you. And when they rig you, in some cases, they just hit the pause button. So it, it could be a Google page or any other kind of page, and it'll show no numerical growth, not one new visitor, not one new liker, not one new uh, person to follow you. How could that be over a year's period? So I, I realized I needed to fight back, and the only way I can fight back because it's a rigged system is to ask for your help because we're in this together. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not doing this for me. I could retire and have a lot easier of a life, believe me. But I don't. I can't retire with a clean conscience, leaving our nation, your future, your children's future. I, I can't do it. Some ministers can do it. I can't do it. Sorry, folks, can't do it. I, and I got to tell the truth. A lot of people, the, the way they deal with the truth is they pretend it's not there, so they they don't have to be responsible for telling the truth. Okay, visit paulmcguire.us. Stand with me. If the Lord puts it on your heart to make a donation or contribution. I don't care what the amount is. If the Lord tells you to do it, obey him and he'll bless you.
The key is, when the Lord speaks, if the Lord is speaking to you, do what he tells you to do, and help spread the word. Because another way of rigging people is to, is to destroy, which they've done. They've My presence on internet search engines, because of the amount of articles, videos, audios that I've released over the last number of decades, has been, it's been a tsunami of data, videos, audio articles that I've published, posted, or released over the last number of decades. The result is my stuff has appeared in millions and millions of places, but they, they through the usage of algorithms and bots and artificial intelligence, they, they attack you like insects trying to, to strip the internet of videos you posted or articles that were posted uh, and many other things. They, they, they want to make it seem like you never even existed. And your thoughts were your thoughts and ideas and truths were never even spoken. So the only way you could fight back, you can't expect them to be fair. They are never going to be fair. Their job is to search and destroy Judeo-Christian thinking, biblical Christian thinking, to search and destroy conservative thinking. That's their goal. And they will not stop until they have turned America into a totalitarian, globalistic state. And I have been shouting that from the house stops for over 40 years. For over 40 years, and I have copyright dates on my books to prove it, for over 40 years, I've been shouting from the, ho- the housetops, this global government, this global economic system, this global religion, and preaching the gospel and winning souls for Jesus Christ at the same time. And it's been, and I'm not complaining about it, don't get out the violin and play the sad song for me, because I'm not, I'm not sad, I'm happy. You know why I'm happy? Because I obeyed my master Lord and Savior. I obeyed my supreme commander, the Lord Jesus Christ, King of kings and Lord of lords. I obeyed him, and I feel his blessing on my life. I feel his anointing on me even now, and money could never buy the joy that the anointing of the Holy Spirit gives you. And for some of you that struggle with different things, let me challenge you. No matter how much money you have, that's great, but money can't buy the joy, the peace of mind that the anointing of the Holy Spirit can give you if you'll step out on faith and obey the Lord Jesus Christ, who is not only my supreme commander, but your supreme commander. Because guess up, guess what? Wake up. You and I are in the greatest battle for the hearts and minds of mankind in the history of the world. The title of a book you should get at a discount at paulmcguire.us. This is Paul McGuire. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. This is Paul McGuire. So, Global Research published an article entitled The Who's, that's the World Health Organization, Burgeoning Biomedical Police State, Who's Going to Stop It, by Ben Barti. So the assertion of the author is that uh, there is a growing global monster rising. Now, those are my words. He refers, it, he refers to it as the burgeoning biomedical police state meant to serve as the basis for the technocratic surveillance state. What does he mean by the technocratic surveillance state? I've been writing about that for decades. In my book, A Prophecy of the Future of America, Volume 1 and 2, I talk about this technotronic elite, uh, uh, an expression coined by uh, the co-founder of the Trilateral Commission, Zbigniew Brzezinski, a super-globalist and the right-hand man of David Rockefeller of the Council on Foreign Relations. And he talked about 
the, the future. In 1976, and I quote him in my books like um, A Prophecy of the Future of America, Volume 1 and 2, he, he wrote in his 1976 book, Between Two Ages, he talked about the future of America and the world in which a technocratic dictatorship or a technocratic elite would rule the people in a totalitarian manner using mass electronic surveillance and mass digital brainwashing. Now, this man is no, you know, Area 51 researcher. This is one of the most powerful men in the world. And they were mapping out the plans to enslave Americans, enslave the population of planet Earth through electronic surveillance and technology, thus the term the technocratic elite. And so this author, uh, Marty, picks up on, on these truths, and he talks about the World Health Organization being a key player in the, in the creation of the technocratic surveillance state. And the organization, he says, is atop the public health hierarchy. So you've got to understand that WHO and the CDC, Center for Disease Control, the World Health Organization, Gates, and these other players are part of an invisible, invisible pyramidical hierarchy. And they are now explicit in stating their goals out loud in the public, which they've been doing all the time, by the way, just nobody was paying attention to it. Apparently unafraid, its ill-gotten power to the people is in the process of fully subjugating. Now, what he means by that is that these globalist Frankenstein zealots, the globalist elite, he's saying they're in the process of subjugating. When you subjugate a nation, when you subjugate a people, when you subjugate an individual, you are enslaving them. So he's saying that these groups like WHO and the others, these globalist groups, are right now boldly telling you to your face and your friends' faces, they are telling you your future and destiny is to live in the global, or excuse me, to live in the Great Reset, which will be a new kind of electronic, artificial, artificially intelligent um, global reset. And they will rule this artificial reality or virtual world with an iron fist of a dictatorship. I warn about this explicitly in my book, Power from on High, The Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind in the History of the World. Are You Ready? An earlier book, but powerful, The Day the Dollar Died, and A Prophecy of the Future of America, Volume 1 or 2. When you get these books at a bulk discount right now at paulmcguire.us, and your purchases are totally secure, you get a whopping 37% discount, plus we pay for the shipping. You ought to jump on this. That deal will not be around forever. Um, okay, so this author says their approach mobilizes multiple sectors, disciplines, and communities at varying levels of society to work together. This way, new and better ideas, well, what they say, new and better ideas, are developed that address the root causes and create long-term sustainable solutions. But let me add, this, these, he's quoting the words of the World Health Organization. What I just read you is not what's going to actually happen. It's the propaganda that the World Health Organization is claiming that's going to happen. They're claiming happy days are here again, but it's not coming. 
okay? One Health, which is uh, the plan of the World Health Organization, involves the public health, veterinary, public health, and environmental sectors. The One Health approach is particularly relevant for food and water safety, nutrition, the control of zoonoses. Zoonoses are diseases that can spread between animals and humans, such as flu, rabies, Rift Valley fever, pollution management, and combating antimicrobial resistance, which is the emergence of microbes that are resistant to antibiotic therapy. Government officials, researchers, and workers across sectors at local, national, regional, and global levels should implement joint responses to health threats. Okay, so let's just stop for a minute. All of that stuff that, that is coming from the World Health Organization is essentially lies and propaganda. If they had any intention of being virtuous, of loving the people they claim to be serving in America and around the world, if they were as virtuous as they fake like they were, we would have nothing to fear. But everywhere you look, you see dishonesty, you see lies, you see spiritual darkness, you see spiritual deception, and then you see lies and more lies. They're always changing their tune. They're always changing the data. They're always changing the reasons. And if you look at the fruit of what they have actually produced, I'm talking about people like Fauci and Bill Gates and the CDC and uh, the World Health Organization and the United Nations and all these other globalist institutions and the big pharma industry. I mean, now you hear reports of, of certain states in the United States, I believe Florida is a key state, where the people are screaming at the government for allowing Bill Gates to re release uh, certain genetically modified mosquitoes into the, in, into the society, into certain states. And allegedly, the purpose of these genetically modified mosquitoes that are officially being allowed to be released by the World Health Organization, the purpose of these mosquitoes is to spread into the general population another pandemic. But this time, the pandemic is going to be built on, perhaps, allegedly, uh, new strains of malaria that will be genetically modified malaria that will be spread by genetically modified mosquitoes. So how can you trust these people? It's like, these are Hitlerian Nazi strategies. How can you possibly take anything that these people are saying and put any faith, trust uh, in their so-called integrity? And on top of it, when you look at the symbolism that they themselves choose to use at the World Health Organization, you see that giant statue placed prominently in the middle of their boardroom at Hu, and it's a statue of the Lord Shiva, the goddess of destruction, the goddess of destruction. That was the same, that's the same Lord Shiva statue that is prominently placed at the CERN Collider, which uh, opens a portal into another dimension by, by colliding uh, uh, subatomic particles. The, the goddess of Shiva statue, which means the destroyer, Shiva means the destroyer of worlds, that statue was placed at the vicinity and the site that Robert Oppenheimer used when he detonated the first atomic bomb in the first atomic bomb test in New Mexico. 
he had that goddess of Shiva statue. So these people are connected to the archetypical destruction, and they are connected to Luciferian forces. And you can't fight people that are connected to Luciferian forces and satanic powers with mere human weapons. You have to employ supersonic, if you will, high-powered spiritual weapons to take out the strongholds in the invisible realm. Because where, where this all begins to uh, configure is that this stuff is exactly what the Bible warns about. In Genesis, where it gives us the first account of ancient Babylon, it's what the Bible warns us about when we read about uh, the book of Revelation and the rise of mystery Babylon, the great harlot, the rise of a one-world government, a one-world religion, and a one-world economic system. Isn't it interesting, isn't it interesting that all of this stuff is foretold in Scripture? You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. Visit paulmcguire.us. We'll be back in a second. You are listening to the Paul McGuire Report. The name of the game here, when you do your research, and I talk about this, again, in my books, available at a super discount at paulmcguire.us. The name of the game is depopulation. The globalist elite, their plan is to reduce the Earth's population radically, and basically by, by any means necessary. And their writing, their open writing and speaking about this goal has gone on for many, many decades, including going back to the time of the intellectual uh, Fabian socialist elite in Great Britain or England, people like Bertrand Russell, the famous atheist who advocated pandemics, disease outbreaks, and nuclear war should be used to reduce population. Bertrand Russell, again, uh, the Huxley brothers, and others. So this is something that, that just didn't come about yesterday. Okay, again from Global Research, the, in an article entitled Weaponization of Mosquitoes, the Malaria Vaccine Success Story Hides Legitimate Concerns by Jonathan Jerry. And um, the article talks about the weaponization of mosquitoes and how mosquitoes are being used to spread um, new uh, forms of malaria. So uh, here are some subtitles. The weaponization of mosquitoes, who, World Health Organization, and Gates Incorporated, announced plans to flood Africa with ultra-dangerous malaria vaccines. Researchers use GMO mosquitoes to vaccinate humans in National Institute Health-funded malaria study. Why did Gates and Pentagon release gene-edited GMO mosquitoes in Florida Keys? This is evil stuff. I mean, we're crying out loud. This is evil. How many people will die in the United States, starting in Africa? Um, Big Pharma, the vaccine business, is a probably a trillion dollar, in reality, a trillion dollar industry for Big Pharma. And um, especially their vaccine products uh, that they rolled out to supposedly control the COVID-19 pandemic, which reportedly has killed over 4.8 million people. So uh, according to their data, 4.8 million people have been killed 
because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And the World Health Organization, who uh, officially recommended a groundbreaking malaria vaccine for children at risk. It is hard to wrap our heads around the, the numbers that make up the fabric of mass infectious illnesses like malaria. In 2019, the number of cases of malaria and all over the world was estimated at 229 million. There is little over, that's a little over the total population of Pakistan, the fifth most populous nation on earth. For that same year, deaths from malaria added up to 409,000. Two thirds of those deaths were in children under the age of five years old. So, um, Vaccines again, and so you have these genetically modified mosquitoes being designed and bred to carry the malaria virus to different parts of the world. And there are supposedly, let's see, uh, the malaria disease. comes from three different organisms. Um, First, there's the infected human. Then there's the female mosquito, which could be any one of 41 species of different mosquitoes under the larger umbrella known as Anopheles. Finally, and most interestingly of all, there's a vector, the go-between, the shapeshifter itself. It's microscopic, single-celled parasite called Plasmodium, whose adaptable existence has been forced uh, with the exotic nomenclature from the pens of scientists, words to describe its life stages like uh, Urzolites and Schizront. Put simply, the mosquito bites you, and its saliva delivers the plasmodium parasite inside your body. For the first week or two, the malaria parasite enters the liver stage of its existence. It replicates itself inside the human liver. Its numbers grow. Eventually, it infects new red blood cells and thus begins the blood stage with its symptoms of malaria. For the uncomplicated form of the disease, these include the nonspecific symptoms we associate with the flu. So so I guess when you first get malaria, it feels like the flu, like fever, heartache, chills, and body aches. For the severe form of malaria, this tiny parasite can cause an acute injury in the lungs and kidneys, coma, and birth complications with long-term consequences. The parasite continues to make copies of itself asexually inside the red blood cells until the cells burst and the parasites look for new cells to infect. I mean, obviously, this is disgusting and revolting to have to read this. But more than that, This is a killer, man-made pandemic delivered by a killer, man-made, genetically engineered mosquito. This is pure evil that people of, of perhaps infinite wealth are able to conduct these alleged crimes against humanity, and, and nobody does anything. It's criminal, and it's immoral, and I believe it offends God deeply. Deeply. Um, I don't want to read any more of this because I think you've got enough 
to see uh, the name of the game here. It's almost like, think about military jets or military bombers in World War II, which would have been these giant large planes in World War II, propeller planes. And they and inside these giant large propeller planes, there would be large numbers of missiles and bombs they would drop over a designated geographic territory occupied by the enemy. So the planes would fly over the enemy's territory and then drop these powerful bombs in in the goal of killing the enemy soldiers. So all the bombs carried aboard the bombers, like the B-51 bomber, which I believe was which was used in Vietnam, uh, the the number of bombs carried by the bomber is referred to as the payload. And then when the bomber flies over enemy territory, it drops the payload, which is these highly explosive bombs, to kill off the enemy soldiers. Now, as they modernized these bombers, the bombers were no longer uh, made strictly in terms of propeller bombers, but jet-powered bombers. And the jet-powered bombers could carry the the explosive bombs or the explosive payload or even missiles uh, aboard a uh, very powerful and very fast bomber that didn't use propeller engines but used jet engines. So you've all seen pictures of jet engine bombers or propeller bombers flying over a territory in a movie or whatever. And then when the bombs detonate, they explode over enemy territory. Now, keep those images in your mind and pretend for a moment that the mosquitoes, the genetically modified, genetically engineered mosquitoes, are like little itsy-bitsy miniature bombers, except that they're biological bombers. And they, 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 their payload is the malaria disease, their ability to infect people with malaria. So, so in comparison to the bombers, which have their payload, the explosive bombs, these specially bred, genetically engineered mosquitoes carry their evil payload of genetically modified malaria. And then when the mosquitoes bite a human being, uh, it, the, the payload is delivered, the infectious uh, material on a microscopic level that, that is malaria enters the human bloodstream and then it progressively degenerates and destroys the human bloodstream and the human immune system until it finally kills it off. Okay, that's evil. That's a, for, for anyone or group of people to, to make these mosquitoes, which are nothing more than biological bombers flying over any particular nation, and then to offer the people a, a fake solution, if indeed it is a fake solution. I'm simply comparing it to the claims of the COVID vaccination. So the solution will be, oh, if you take this vaccination, if you take this malaria vaccination, it will protect you from getting malaria. It will protect you from dying. But the question is, based on the track record of these giant big pharma corporations that make millions and trillions of dollars 
And based on all the uh, alleged data showing an increase of mortality, an increase of sickness, an increase of disease among people who actually got the vaccination to stop the pandemic, what reasonably intelligent person would come to the conclusion that these big pharma uh, manufacturers of malaria vaccines are telling the truth? How do we know we're not going to get more sick faster? How do we know that this won't cause malaria to spread faster, not slower? And how do we know that these malaria vaccines will do anything remotely like they are promising to do? Because the track record of these big pharma companies have revealed that their previous vaccines didn't do what they were claimed to do. They, they, many people are alleging that they caused an entire spectrum and a huge uptick, no, no pun intended, in, in an increase of disease. We're dealing with unethical, deceptive, and dishonest globalist corporations whose real endgame, when you cut through all the smoke and mirrors, the real endgame is depopulation by any means. And unless you understand that, you are going to be clueless, blind, deaf, and dumb. You've got to understand that these people are very, very, very powerful. They have unlimited funds. They control nations. They control the political system. They control the media. And they are maniacal. They are, they are possessed, if you will, with this, this demonic mission of destroying mankind by reducing population, which is the exact opposite of what God commanded the human race when he said to Adam and Eve in the book of Genesis, be fruitful and multiply, be fruitful and multiply. See, God didn't say anything about slaughtering the population, killing off the population and depopulation. And then after the flood of Noah, God tells Noah and his family, he repeats what he says, what he repeats what he said to Adam and Eve. He says to Noah and his family and Noah's sons and Noah's wives, God says, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. So the mandate of God is crystal clear. God wants as many souls saved as possible. And so his repeated mandate is be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. The satanic agenda, the Luciferian agenda, proposed by the Luciferian elite or the globalist elite, is the exact opposite of what God is commanding us to do. Their mandate is all of our problems are due to excessive population growth. Therefore, our solution is to kill off as many people as we possibly can, billions and billions of people, as fast as we can, and to kill them off by any means necessary. That is their agenda. It's an agenda which can be labeled an antichrist agenda because it opposes the will of Christ, it opposes the will of God. And if you can't connect the dots, if a minister or a Bible teacher or an average Christian cannot present and connect the dots that simply, about what is at stake, then you are going to be useless for the kingdom of God. The only way you can be an important part of the greatest battle for the hearts and minds of mankind in the history of the world is to have knowledge which gives you power. You have to know the difference between what the Bible is commanding us to do, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. God means that both biologically, but he also means it spiritually in terms of the number of people who, who are, whose souls are saved. That is God's mission for us versus 
Satan's mission for his people is to kill as many people off as possible through genetic engineering, by playing God, by transhumanism. Okay, so you can tell that this is the forefront of the spiritual battle for our time. And most ministers, most churches, most denominations, and most Christians are completely oblivious to what you and I are talking about today. That is why we have to educate them. We have to move out and teach the Word of God to them in an applicable manner. And so I am asking for your help at this critical time. This is the time in history, which is the turning point time. God has given us an opportunity in terms of spiritual warfare to turn the direction of the spiritual battle. The door is open for us right now to do that, but that door of opportunity will only be open for so long. God's not going to keep it open forever if his people steadfastly refuse to walk through that door of obedience and do what he's commanding us to do. Now, I, for one, like you, say with King David, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And I'm sure you're saying the same thing. As for you and your household, and your household may just be you, so be it. As for you and your household, you will serve the Lord, and I will serve the Lord. So I'm asking you that you and I need to serve the Lord together. And I need your help with your financial donations, your contributions, your prayer warfare, your intercessory prayer, your signing our e-blast list, your helping me with the rigging attacks by liking, following, joining our social media. All of this together, we can make a massive change in the thinking, behavior, and beliefs. Once we wake up God's people, once we wake up conservative people or people of any stripe who are open to the truth, and, and, and set them free by the truth of God's Word, we can turn the spiritual battle around. Look, I'm going to be very blunt. Bill Gates is not God. Rothschild is not God. Rockefeller is not God. Brzezinski is not God. Henry Kissinger is not God. The CDC is not God. The World Health Organization is not God. Only God is God. Jesus Christ is the only true God. He's King of kings and Lord of lords. He's commanding us to, to do our assignment on earth, then he promises us that he will give us the supernatural power, the dunamis dynamite power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, so that we will be victorious. Our victory is guaranteed as long as we march out and move forward in faith. And if we do that in faith, we will be clothed with power from on high, and we will take down the evil one. You understand what I'm saying? In a law-abiding, peaceful way, we will take down the evil one. And we will regain the territory that the devil stole from God's children in America. So together, if we unite in the power of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, nothing we propose to do will be withheld from us. That is an age-long principle that works for people who are evil or people who are for good, want to work for good. You and I want to do what's right. We want to work for good. So let's do it. Visit paulmcguire.us. You can donate safely, electronically. Help us promote the program. Help us carry this message forward. Hey, look, we're in a war, but I'm in this war to win. Just going to war to go to war is a fool's exercise. I'm in this war to win for the kingdom of God. So are you. God bless you, your brother in Christ. This is Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us. Stand strong. <music>